Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today members exclusive podcast. My name is Henry Jennings. It's Monday the 6th of November. It's just coming up to 11.10 and the market, as you would probably have guessed, is up this morning, up 23.7 points or 0.34%, just creeping above the 7,000 level, 7,001.9. Just remember though, all the information contained in this podcast, it is general advice only, so please do your own research, contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights in this podcast. 23.3 points up, 0.33%, 7,001.5. Currently, uh, we opened at 69.78. We are pretty much on our high for the day. 7,005.5 is the high, uh, and our low was the opening price. As far as what the market is doing across the sectors at the moment, we do have the banks doing well, uh, Westpac especially doing well, up 2.5%. Uh, CBA and NABs uh, lagging a little bit, ANZ up 0.7%, but generally banking sector pretty firm on the back of those Westpac results, and we'll get onto those <coughs> in a little more detail in a minute. Macquarie uh, does seem as if the brokers are a little nonplussed on Macquarie following their result on Friday. Just running through the latest research we have from Morgan's. Uh, they have an ad rating and a dollar eighty-two point eight zero as their price target. City has a neutral hundred and sixty-one dollars is their price target. UBS a buy hundred and eighty-five bucks there. Morgan Stanley overweight two hundred and two, and Ord Minette hundred and seventy-five dollars is their price target with a hold. On the stock, Ord's lowered its FY24 profit forecast by around 5%, uh, and uh, that also included its FY24 guidance. But it still expects an improvement to average return on investment of 13.5% over the next five years. So clearly a little bit of uh, modest uh, positivity, I guess, for those Macquarie results, and we are seeing it today. Uh, with the share price, which is under a little bit of pressure, down 0.6 of a percent. Insurance stocks also easing back a little bit. Of course, uh, we do have the RBA tomorrow. That is the big event for Australian investors this week. Uh, we have 10-year yields 4.70 at the moment. So insurers just easing back a smidge. Looking across the rest of the market, CSL continuing to do well, up another 2%. ResMed up 3.8% to having a good day. REIT's a little bit mixed. We did have some uh, numbers out from Goodman Group this morning. Uh, they're down 0.6 of a percent on the back of their numbers. We also saw this morning uh, that number there. The real estate developer disclosed 82.9 billion in assets under management, 12.7 billion in work in progress developments. Forecasting FY24 operating earnings per share around 9% growth and a full year distribution of 30 cents per share. In other news out this morning, uh, Weebit Nano having a cracking day today. We've actually added them to the small cap portfolio uh, last week at around $3.30 odd. Uh, they're around $4.25 at the moment. They have generated their first revenue. It is not a lot, as they say, but they did generate 100,000 US dollars from the IP agreement, and it says it is no longer pre-revenue. Pivotal moment, says Kobe Hannock, uh, the CEO there. So uh, that is 
of interest there. Weebit Nano going very, very well today, up around uh, 6% for that one uh, in the winners. Uh, the rest of the market, as I say, not doing a huge amount. The resources, we've got BHP and Rio down about 0.8%. Lithium stocks not doing much at all. There's a good article in the Fin Review today about the short sellers, how they've cleaned up in Liontown, and they cleaned up for sure. I've also put a chart in today in the newsletter of the short position in Liontown and how that changed dramatically. Stock still languishing at $1.65. Interestingly, in the lithium space today, we also had news that uh, mineral resources had taken a slug of azure minerals, and that now means that we have uh, a lot of players in the azure mineral space. We've got um, mineral resources with around 12%. In fact, I worked it out, it's around 73% of the register is now tied up or with uh, the uh, big boys. Mineral resources around 12.3%. Gina Reinhardt's around 18.3%. SQM, which is bidding $3.50 or three fifty two in a scheme of arrangement, has around 19%. Mark Creasy has around 13%, one three, And Delphi has around 10%. So 73% in the hands of the biggest shareholders, which doesn't leave an awful lot for the rest of us to uh, to trade. Uh, the stock is down 3.1% today on the back of that. Wildcat Resources, though, having a cracking day today. Uh, they announced some uh, new big hits, 180 metres, 1.1% lithium oxide at uh, LEIA, the Lea Pegmatite in the central cluster. 180 metres from 206 metres and included 21 metres at 1.4. So some big, big hits there. Wildcat certainly living up to their name, up 13.7%. Don't forget, Mineral Resources did take a stake in that one at around 85-odd cents as well. So plenty happening in the second-line lithium space at the moment. Not much happening in the likes of Liontown, which today is pretty much unchanged. Latin Resources, another one of our favourites, down 3.7%. So not a huge amount there in terms of that. Looking at these Westpac results, let's look at them in a little more detail, shall we? Uh, but the numbers there, the important number was $7.195 billion in terms of profit. Uh, that means that the banks collectively, the big four banks, are going to make around $33 billion in profits. So net profit for the full year to September 30 was up 26% to $7.2 billion. They also announced a $0.72 cent final div and a $1.5 billion on-market share buyback, uh, which reflects its strong balance sheet. The results were pretty much in line with forecasts. They have lifted their provisions for bad loans. They have pointed, as they would expect, pointing to a more challenging conditions in 2024. Uh, net interest margins jumped. Jumped two basis points to 1.95%. So um, not a bad set of numbers. Stress loans as a proportion of all lending rose to 1.26%, up from 1.1%. So still not a huge amount of distressed loans. So uh, it doesn't seem as if the interest rate hikes are really biting big time. That's despite 12 interest rate rises since May, of course. And we've got the RBA reporting tomorrow. So that is uh, not a bad result from uh, Westpac, to be honest. It is the ugly sister. It has been sort of number four in the pecking order of the banks, but showing a good day today up, nearly 2.7%, 4 million shares traded. 
Other notable stories around this morning uh, in terms of winners and losers. We are seeing uh, Square block, the artist formerly known as Square, down around 5.5% on the back of that profit-taking we saw from that big, big run on Friday. And we are seeing uh, uranium stocks under a bit of pressure. Deep yellow down 7.9%. Silex down 4.8%. Boss Energy down 4%. And Paladin also slip-sliding away near the destination. Uh, They are down around 3% today. And, of course, it's Monday, so we couldn't have a Monday go by without some sort of corporate action with a bid. And we have seen uh, Soprano uh, is bidding for a whisper, 48 cents in cash. Two of the biggest shareholders, Forager Funds Management and Safira Asset Management, have sold their entire stakes uh, to Soprano Design Technology. Uh, the all-cash bid, 60% premium to the closing price of 48 cents, which is pretty much uh, where Whisper are at the moment. They're uh, up 48.25, 48 and a quarter cents to be exact, up 60.8%. As far as the newsletter goes today, of course, Marcus is in Thailand at the moment, so I have the conch, and uh, we are relatively fully invested, I guess, uh, with ETFs across the board. I have put in a strategy piece today on ETFs, and also summing, uh, just summing up the Westpac results, which certainly look uh, relatively okay. The market seems to like them. And maybe we're going to close up that gap a little bit with Westpac and its three uh, other brothers and sisters, depending on how you look at it. But strategy portfolio, pretty much fully invested in that A200 beta share ETF, uh, the NASDAQ um, hedged ETF, the uh, S&P 500 hedged ETF, and the SLF, which is the REIT ETF, although we have seen Goodman's come under a little bit of pressure today. As far as the ideas portfolio goes, we own GPT, Domain, CBA, Qantas, and Telstra. Uh, I have to uh, just run through a few of those, I guess. Qantas still looking a little better, up 1.5% today. Uh, I imagine that there's a little bit of peak nastiness that has now passed in terms of Qantas and the shareholders with the AGM now uh, having had the chance to vent their anger at Qantas, uh, they're looking a little better still, continuing to push ahead. Telstra not doing an awful lot at the moment. Uh, and uh, Domain Holdings also doing very little as well. Not much action there. So um, slow and steady, I guess, wins the race. But the die is cast. We're pretty invested, as I say. Uh, no problems there today. As far as other things go in my stuff today, just looking at some of the additions and changes that I made last week to the portfolio. Uh, we did add some more Liontown at uh, $1.60. Also took some profits in IVZ, which is Invictus Energy. They have had a drilling report out this morning. Uh, potentially, I guess, the market a little disappointed with it. It's down around um, 9% currently. Did last take some profits at 26 cents. They're now 20 and a half cents. That wee bit nano, as we talked about earlier, going pretty well, although now... Uh, there's quite a lot of volatility in these ones. Come When I started this podcast, they were $4.20. They're now $3.95. Hazer, also some good news out from Hazer this morning. Uh, they're up a little bit. Uh, nothing really happening, particularly in uh, Megaport as well. Still 52% in cash in the small cap portfolio. But we do obviously have leverage with those small caps so that does give you some help. The Ask the Analyst session on Friday was uh, lovely. Thank you all for attending. 
those that did, some great questions. It is available as a video or as a podcast, whichever floats your boat. Uh, the podcast obviously doesn't have the nice pretty pictures, but uh, the video does have the charts, which I do talk to to some extent. So you can check both of those out on the website. And uh, as usual, great, uh, great contribution for an awful lot of people there for that podcast and video. So thank you very much for attending. Well, that's about it so far. It looks as if while we've been speaking, while I've been speaking in the last 10 minutes, we are only up 13 points now. I guess a lot of caution creeping in ahead of that RBA meeting tomorrow. Uh, Certainly the RBA whisperer, Terry McCran from The Australian, who uh, does get it right and does get uh, into the RBA headspace, or at least he did under Philip Lowe, will he have the same access, you think, to the uh, the brain of Michelle Bullock? We'll wait and see. But he is tipping no rate rise tomorrow. I am going with Terry. I don't think there will be a rate rise, but uh, we shall see. But the market certainly is cautious ahead of that. U.S. futures at the moment, slightly positive, but not very exciting. Uh, last I looked, uh, they were up around 8 or 10 points for both the Dow and the NASDAQ. Well, that's it. Have a great day. Back again this afternoon with the end of day report. Until then, enjoy your podcast.